Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Right now, we, we thank you for, again, life, health, and strength. Master, we ask that you bless this uh, service on tonight. Let it be what you would have it to be. Bless the teacher, bless the student, let us all get an understanding of thy word and we can be applied to our daily life. Bless you, bless the stick, and the Marie family. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Good evening to everyone. Good evening. In today's lesson, we see wisdom. And so many times in life, we uh, know that we have to make decisions. And how we make our decisions. many times can have an uh, effect on the rest of our life depending on what it is that we're we're doing i i was amazed at the guy in atlanta when when that fell asleep at the burger place and or whatever happened to him and how for a while how i thought he was really using a lot of wisdom he just spoke what had happened and it seemed like he was doing so good and but somewhere in there, I don't know what happened, and because I don't know all the details of what was spoken, but somewhere in there, he made a decision to to resist, and end up he lost fight. And so we find out that the wisdom um, is so important in our lives on how we make our decisions, making a wise decision rather than a wrong decision. Can 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 affect our our life and determine in in his case whether or not we live. So in this evening lesson, uh, Proverbs nine one through six and eight through ten, uh, uh, it's talking about a study foundation. And it says the wisdom has built her house. And when we think about a house, well, the first thing is wisdom has its success. Because mm-hmm. wisdom has built her house, and, and and she didn't just build a house. Uh, she built a house with with seven pillars, so she built a nice home. And, and an amazing thing about wisdom is the more you study wisdom, the more you see Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Christ is really the manifestation of wisdom. Uh, they they go together, and so much about today's lesson is tied in with uh, uh, Christ. Because in the Old Testament he's concealed, in the New Testament he's revealed, and and when he when you when you see this how he's doing it, talking about building a house, and Jesus talked, who was a carpenter, uh, talked about building a house in several of his parables. Uh, one of them was about a, a house that was built on sand, and when the water came, it washed it away. And mm-hmm. then uh, she talked about a house that was built on, on, on rocks, and, and it was stood. So this 
uh, house here is it, 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 it has the same uh, qualification that Jesus is talking about in that parable in the New Testament. He has built the house and it has seven pillars. And seven, of course, is the number of completion in the Bible. So it's a solid house. And it, when it has seven pillars, it means it's a large house. And it can hold everyone. And Jesus says, and when he goes away, he said, I go away to prepare a place for you. In my father's house in many mansions. Had it not been true, I would not have told you so. So the, the idea of, of a house is, is Jesus talks about it several times uh, in the New Testament. And it's talked about in the Old Testament. Uh, verse 2 says, he has built her, has killed her beast and has mingled her wine and also furnished her table. And, and again, it, it talks about so many things that Jesus is talking about in the New Testament. Uh, and, and the prodigal son, uh, the first thing that the father does is when he sees the prodigal son coming is he killed the fatted calf. So uh, it said that uh, uh, wisdom has killed the, 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 her beast. In other words, she uh, she is preparing this uh, this um, feast for her, and she says that mingle her wine. One of the first miracles that Jesus did was turn water into wine, and and has furnished her table. And how many times does he talk about? Uh, setting the table. He tells you, Kales, come down out of that tree. Today I have dinner at your house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he talks about uh, him preparing a table in the presence of nine enemies. So he, he talks about all these things over and over again. And, but uh, in the Israeli custom, uh, part of what they did was to was to have these large feasts. And, and uh, when they, when they had the large feast, it was a chance for people to get together, and 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 uh, in this particular case, it's a chance for Wilson to to open her doors to you, and so he's mingled the wine, and, and mingling the wine, and so many people think about uh, that wine being the type of wine that we have today, but that mingling of wine is that uh, really is more like a a, a watered down wine, and that. Uh, even in uh, when Jesus turned water into wine, the, the, the host said uh, most people had a weak wine at, at first, and uh, uh, the good wine at first, and then they bring in the in the bad. And then, but he tells Jesus that you uh, they had the bad wine at first, and now you bought in the good stuff. So it, mm-hmm. it's it's custom to always help at these occasions, uh, but not in the sense that we see talk about it today. But it's more like a a dinner drink. So she has set the table. He sees uh, wisdom has set a great feast. Uh, so then she sends her 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 maidens out, and and the cries into the high places of the cities. So uh, Jesus is calling us uh, uh, again. It, it, it reflects uh, uh, the way Jesus is talking to us in the New Testament, and that He's calling us all the time. Uh, uh, to uh, and, and it's up to us to accept it or not. And the verse four says, "Whoever is simple, let him turn in hither. Uh, for him that wanted understanding, she says to him, Come and eat of, eat my bread, and drink of my wine, which I have mingled. In other words, I am the bread of life. Come and taste of me. Uh, 
And then he said, I am the true vine. Uh, uh, so all this is, is, is again, has, he's saying, you know, wisdom is saying the same thing that Christ is saying. In verse 6 says, For, forsaken the foolish and live and go in ways of understanding. In, in chapter 8, uh, wisdom has offered her understanding to the foolish, and the foolish have rejected it. And offered it to the scorners and the scoffers, and they have rejected it. And and and, and when you think about this, this is exactly what uh, Jesus says, and when he's talking about the sores of the seed, uh, uh, the fall of that seed that fell on by the wayside is, is those people that rejects the word right away. So the foolish rejects the word uh, and, and refuse to accept it. Uh, so he's he's not calling them. He's calling the people that that uh, hadn't rejected it. The simple, uh, excuse me, uh, and, uh, the people that's willing to to accept God's word. And we go through this world so many times. We are trying to bring the word to somebody, trying to get somebody to come to Christ. But uh, Wilson tells us that everybody is not receptive of the word. Mm-hmm. And, and to be a uh, putting the word out there, sometimes you just, uh, it's your job to put it out there, but some people are, are so unreceptive of it that you're wasting your time. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and, and and so it says, uh, wisdom is calling the people that are receptive of the word. The, um, Jesus talks about this dinner party in the New Testament where he had prepared a feast. And and the same thing happened when he prepared his feast. Uh, he called the people that that were supposed to come to the feast, and and one of them said, "I just bought some land. I need to go look at it." And another one said, uh, uh, "He just got married. He need to be with his wife." And another one said, "He bought some oxen, and and uh, he need to go uh, uh, look at his oxen." There's excuses for them not to come. And the same thing is happening when wisdom is trying to uh, get people attention. Some are receptive and some are not. And so uh, he says to reprove not a scorn, at least you hate thee. Rebuke a, uh, a wise man and he'll love you. So and there's some people that you're only going to make them mad. And how many times do you see that happen? You only uh, made somebody mad by even bringing up the word of God. Uh, but a wise person is willing to listen. Give instruction mm-hmm. to a wise person, he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. And so uh, the wise man is willing to accept it. And, and when it comes to teaching the word of God, you, uh, uh, that rebuffs a lot of people. And some people don't like to be corrected. Uh, but a wise person will, will, will listen and, and mm-hmm. receive the word in a favorable situation. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. So it all goes back to uh, wisdom and and Jesus being tied together. Uh, If you know wisdom, the first place to start is to know Jesus. And Mm -hmm. and if you know Jesus, you're going to help wisdom because he's going to teach his teaching is all about wisdom. 
things. It was one of the first ones they said is shoot you. This uh, I believe that Joshua said, shoot you this day who you will serve. Will you serve the gods of, of the uh, that you served before? Will you serve uh, the God of Abraham? So in other words, it, it's going to be about the choices you make. Uh, we have to make some uh, decisions about our life uh, uh, that has wisdom in it. The wrong decision time and time again has, has sent people into in uh bad mistake. And I, and I like to think that most of us that were brought up in the church were brought up in a way that when no situation in life came along and when our parents weren't even around, it was still enough wisdom instilled in us that we made the right decision. I ain't saying we did every time, but enough times that we didn't just make foolish uh, mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. I remember at work one day saying, I thought someone had better sense than to go around and throw rocks at people's windshield and break out their windshield. <laughs> And I, and I thought uh, he had a choice to make. And his friends probably told him that was the right thing to do. And, and he got into that situation and went on with probably because what somebody else did. But, but mm-hmm. that that wisdom that we have to uh, instill not only in ourselves but in our children, hopefully it makes us make the right decisions. Come in from anybody before we go any further. And it's so true, brother teacher. If you don't exercise that wisdom, you end up making the wrong choices. And you know, I think about my, in my childhood things that my mom and my grandma and grandpa used to tell us when we was coming up. You know, I, as a child, I couldn't hear it, didn't understand it, and they just old fashioned and. You know, wasn't listening, really wasn't listening. But as I got older, things that my grandma and my mama used to say, I could hear myself repeating it to my kids. And I catch myself sometimes like, you know what, I remember when when my grandma said this, or I remember when mama said this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I think we all have went through that. And I think we all went through that, that stage where we didn't want to listen. Uh, 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 as old folks say, they was on that fool hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you couldn't tell them nothing. But, but, but hopefully you had taught them enough before they got there that they didn't run their life while they were there at that particular mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Uh, and and so I think that's what wisdom is. And really, when 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 you re- study about uh, Solomon and how he wrote this uh, book of Proverbs, he writing it for young men, uh, whether they were wealthy, because they was his his sons and 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 and, and the other wealthy uh, people of that status. He wanted them to not mess their lives up by making a decision as a teenager that destroyed the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And so all you read about in Proverbs is about Solomon uh, uh, advice to young men as, as they make their their way into adulthood, that, that they would not make the, uh, the wrong decisions about life. Mm-hmm. Any uh, other comments? 
uh, to the uh, class. Uh, when I was reading this and it said a steady foundation, uh, I couldn't help but to uh, think about Sister Shepherd because when I look at Sister Shepherd on Sunday mornings, uh, she's the only one sitting on that piano stool. And she makes sure that that, uh, that stool, four legs, is steady. She don't just sit there because she, she fills it with it and she makes sure that it holds it. And that's why we're looking at this foundation. So it has to start somewhere. Sometimes if you have a uh, a shaky foundation, uh, you'll fall. And, and, but if you get a steady foundation, you got something that's going to hold you, and that is Jesus Christ. Yes, you might, you might fall, but uh, sometimes in life we have things in life that's shaky. We try to patch it up. We try to put a nail in it. We try to put tape on it, but it won't hold for just a little while. But he's talking about this wisdom. It'll hold for a lifetime because you got a steady foundation. Mm-hmm. Amen. And go ahead. And um what everything everything everyone is saying and that's true. But you know as as a, a young person, most of the time they think they're right. You're right. right. Uh-huh. You're right. You said, you know, you um the old ones you feel like they they adjusted to their time but they didn't know too much about the new age at that period. But you have to look at it um, with Solomon. He asked for wisdom. Yeah, right. He was the right person to try to teach the young man, you know, because he had that wisdom. And mm-hmm. when he had that wisdom, the thing that you tried to do is you tried to share it to other people. And as you said, Deacon, wait, so they wouldn't go the wrong route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know some. Here. Some people, like you said, Deacon Wade, some people just will not receive the word. I don't care how you put it. I don't care how you show them. Some people just will not receive the word. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to, and you have to leave them alone. Yep, you have to leave them alone. There might be a time that something's going to happen later on, and and they might see it then. But at that particular time, you you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. Because they don't want to hear it then. But, but, but by I and got by, a question. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were still talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, even though that one person don't want to hear it, would that stop you? For the next person, or do you continue on? No, you gotta go no. on. Continue on. You could still bring the message because somebody sitting at another table might hear it and it was meant and they received it. Okay. Yeah. But you gotta leave that person alone. Leave it out alone. And God says in the Word, I'll find that scripture where He says, his word will go out, but it will not come back to him void. So if I'm sitting here talking to Brother Blow, and he's not receiving nothing that I'm saying and don't want to hear nothing, I got to say, Sister X might be sitting over there receiving every word that I'm Amen. giving. You're so right. You're you, know, keep give, you keep spreading the word because it's, it's hitting somebody. Somebody is listening. 
You know, I was mm-hmm. telling you all about the young man at work who, uh, and he would tell you in a moment, I don't want to hear it. I don't believe what you believe. I don't want to hear it. But this young man started asking me questions, started, you know, every other day he had something to ask about God. Now he's speaking about God, you know. So that word, it's going out there. It's going out there, and it's, 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 somebody is receiving it. Yeah, and you have to be aware, even though people may be listening, but not everybody want to hear it. You're yeah. right. There's people there just so they can find fault in what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Those spectators. You, you, there's always the people around. Uh, I'm sure somebody has all. Uh, uh, there's somebody has been trying to talk to somebody about the word and, and, and the foolish. And then they talks about them in in in, in Proverbs and Beth and some of these lessons, chapter eight and seven, they talk about the foolish and the scorner. They don't want the uh, the rest of the uh, people saved, so they are, uh, are interfering and trying to keep everybody from not getting involved in it. So you sometimes you got to get away from them kind of people mm-hmm. and, and, and get that person by themselves, and then. Uh, uh, teach them the word called those people uh, 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 working for that other guy, and they really don't want mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to challenge. I want to challenge you, y'all here. Uh, I want to really challenge you. Uh, I just heard somebody said uh, we leave that person alone because they don't want to hear. I beg the difference on that. Simple reason is. If you can't get me one way, you probably get me another way. Try a different approach. And first of all, prayer can change, and that's another approach. What mm-hmm. if Jesus had left us alone because we didn't do and, and do everything he told us to do? And we still don't, but, you know, and he shows us time and time again, he'll allow us another opportunity. So I beg the difference that if I don't hear you, uh, I don't think you should leave me alone. You should show me another approach. And, 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 you know, and then that approach, and prayer could be the the best approach. You know, you may not uh, can show me or uh, may not can work on me, but with, through prayer, through your prayer, you being sincere in your prayer, I believe it'll help me change. I believe that. I think, um, I, I think what Deacon Wade was saying wasn't so much as, you know, well, I don't want to hear it leave me alone. Okay. I, I think, oh, okay. well, I, I think, want... no. What I what I think the meaning was, if you approach a person and you talking to this person about God, and this person is not receiving it and don't want to hear it, and you can read a person, you can you can read that facial expression, you can read the body language, you can see, you know, look. Right now is not the time. Leave them alone. Go away. And, and, and you know. If this if this word from you was meant for that particular person, if God intends for that particular person to receive what you've given them, then that person's heart is going to change. It might not be today. It might not be next week. But eventually, you know, like mm-hmm. the, young, the young guy was telling you about at work, you know, 
it it was months before he ever spoke another word about God. But mm-hmm. coming by the break room and seeing me studying my That's Bible, it led him to want to start asking questions. Mm-hmm. You know, but it don't happen overnight. It don't happen that, well, in that well, one well, instance. Well, you know, yeah. start different approaches. So. There are people that, that really are at the point where they'll cuss you out about it. Uh, yeah. And so when you reach that person, you got to leave that person alone for that time. Yeah. And yeah. Jesus said that is also. There's places he went to and they was irreceptive of him, and he had to go through the midst of them and leave uh, and right. come back. Who uh, oh, was told that Jonah was not wanting to go? Um, when God was telling him, told him to go to Nineveh, Nineveh, and he didn't want to go, remember? Mm-hmm. Those were some very wicked people. But, you now, know. All I was saying is that every now and then, you know, before we leave alone, we ought to try another approach. You know. You can. I, I, I'm not saying you're not wrong about that. Uh, yeah, right. You, know, you, you, you got, but I'm talking about I'm, you're talking about somebody that's just uh, irresponsible today. I'm talking uh-huh. about somebody that really have turned themselves against God, against oh, the Word. Okay. That okay. kind of person is what they're talking about in the, in the lesson when they call them a scorner. Yeah. That scorner don't want to hear about the Word of God. And, and okay. until he changed his heart, you you better know what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, you're getting into something that's might gonna get mighty rough. Uh, yeah. So that person, uh, uh, the scripture says, leave him alone for now. Let the Lord work on him. And that's so right. I, he wants everybody saved. So some it might be some things that has to happen in that person's life before they realize that they need uh, Jesus in their life. They might mm-hmm. have to hit some bottoms. <laughs> and and I've heard people. That wasn't receptive today, but two years later, call you aside and say, I want to hear something about uh, uh, this. I her, what is it like to be saved? I mean, so many people mm-hmm. say, I, if you save the day, will I, am I always saved? So they start asking questions uh, uh, about uh, uh, the scriptures. So it, it might take a while, but, but at that particular time, there's times when, when you don't want to be bothered. It's kind of like that person that that that's selling insurance. Uh, uh, when I don't want to be bothered, leave me alone. I ain't interested in no insurance. But there mm-hmm. comes a the time. Hey man, I need to look at getting me some uh, life insurance because <laughs> I ain't got no way to bury me when I and when I die. But it has to be that time. Uh, mm-hmm. that, 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 that's right for it. Mhm. And that's true, and Dee. That is so true. Any other comments? Well, this last part is talking about is one is to is the ignoring this person now. It's, it's talking about a foolish woman of glamour. She is simple and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house on a seat in a high place of the city and calls the passengers who go right on their way. Whosoever is simple, let him turn in hither. And for him that wanted understanding, she said to him, 
stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in the secret is pleasant. But he knows not that the dead are there, and that her guests are in the depths of hell. So this is another person that, that, that Solomon is talking about. And we all, I, I think we all know that who that woman is. Mm-hmm. And, and she's very appealing. And and she calls to you. I'm always reminded of them Westerns when they, sometimes them guys come into town and they be sitting up on that balcony calling them, come on in. Come on mm-hmm. in. We got time for you. And that's what Solomon said. No, you don't want that one. You don't want that one. <laughs> uh, that that stolen water, that that's adultery and 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 all that's bad. And the bread you eat is in, in secret. In other words, if you gotta hide to do this thing, it's uh, wrong. You're supposed, to, supposed to do this and in, in the I didn't open. And what Solomon is selling it is 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 really talking about uh, what you do. You need to be married. Mm-hmm. You'd be in a, in a in a married relationship, not out there trying to have a good time before you get married, or even be married and having something on the on the side. Those things he said, no, uh-uh. that is not what the what the the word is about. Uh, all that folly that she's trying to entice you with is only going to lead to sin and death. And that's the gist of what that is without uh, getting into every every passage. But but she's alluring too. She's just like a uh, wisdom. She's very alluring, uh, but she has really nothing to offer. Uh, unlike wisdom, the, the the woman of wisdom is kind of quiet, and and you listen to her in a whisper. But but he says this woman is kind of loud. Uh, and and she sits at her door just like uh, wisdom does, but uh, and she's in the high places of the city, and she's calling out just like wisdom is calling out. But she really don't have nothing to offer. Well, a good time, what you think is a good time at the time, but it, it only going to lead to more trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah. In other words, uh, it, it looks good, but it ain't nothing but trouble. Nothing but, and you know, brother teacher, that's what the world has to offer. Have mm-hmm. all of this shiny, glimmery going on, you know. Come on over here, have a good time. Don't worry about it. And the next thing you know, you're caught up in something that you can't get out of. That's what the world has to offer. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm always reminded of those uh uh <laughs> I used to call them rapper videos. They had all mm-hmm. the big behind women and all the jiggling and jangling and, mm-hmm. and uh, all the young kids supposed to got into that. And, and and that's what the world is that's a good time when you get into all that we this in that we's offering you. Uh everything mm-hmm. about it, but that's that's the that's the world they were offering, and so many people see that as 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 the way the world ought to be. Mm-hmm. You that more than you see anything else. And you know when um, 
you watch those older movies, youngsters grow up and they want to leave the country and go to the city, flashy lights, big city, leave and go to New York, let's go to Chicago and make a living. You know, a lot of times those cities ate those kids up and come back home running to the, to the country. You know, mm-hmm. that's what the city, I ain't going to say the city, that's what the world have to offer, you know, if you're not rooted and grounded where you should be, all of that teaching that you learn as a child coming up that, you know, your parents done instilled in you, once you get out in the world, the world will eat you up and make you run back to what you mm-hmm. know you was taught. I, I was, my granddaughter would be going to college and I was trying to talk to her, but I don't think she understood what I was talking about. But I remember when I first went to SFA, one of the biggest games that they played was those young girls coming out of the small country hick towns, and them guys was talking about parties and all this excitement, and you you could just see the little freshman (laughs) girls getting into all this, and it wasn't nothing but a game. And and usually uh, they was the ones been there a while. They know better, but uh, but the but the young ones that 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 yeah that 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 enticement of now I'm out there by myself. I can have I can do what I yeah. want to do. I yeah, and I can do all these things. Uh, without a wisdom background, you make all them bad mistakes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was some that irreversible that 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 got you pregnant or whatever and and so those, those were things that you have to really be aware of mm-hmm. they can wait they call them fishes they call them the newcomers oh, yeah. they call it i'm talking about that's what they were called freshmen fishes okay yeah, they get caught. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, and and a lot of younger people they fall for that. You know, the the older the ones that's already out there, they look for those as you call them the fish. They look mm-hmm. for those somebody that's you know fresh. They can mm-hmm. just mold them and shape them into what they want them to be, and then mess them up. But if, mm-hmm. if you have a strong, strong will to do what you know is right, you can't, you won't let nobody, you know, turn you from what you know is right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen. Any other comments? Mm-hmm. Nobody has any comments. That's all I have. Amen. Amen. Good lesson. Again. Yes. Go ahead. Somebody said something? Was somebody saying something? Mm -mm. Okay. No. 
Okay. Again, we are thankful for this opportunity. Thank you for all of you for another great lesson. Uh, we ask that you continue to pray for everybody. Uh, for those that may not know, uh, on yesterday morning, about uh, six, five, six, somewhere in there, uh, my auntie did pass. She passed on yesterday. Uh, mm -hmm. So we. So we will be going back and forth uh, to Louisiana. Uh, we'll go back. I've been Monday and Tuesday. So we'll go back Saturday to try to do the arrangement. Uh, they're going to try to have that next Saturday. And I will be doing the funeral. So y'all pray for us and pray for our strength. My Lord. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. All right. My God. Uh, if there's nothing else, if it's, if it's the Lord's will, uh, Sunday morning, we'll be back together. Again, we're thankful for all of you, and we love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, we have to continue to pray for everybody. At uh, 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 one, one request I'm asking, uh, I know we pray for everybody, but I'm just asking, uh, pray for the school system. Yes, sir. Because... Uh, mm -hmm. I believe it's going to get kind of rough with them, with us going back. Yeah. And uh, they got a lot of decisions before them. And mm -hmm. uh, they talk about homeschooling, bus transportation, everything is up in the air now. So let us pray mm -hmm. for our young people in the school system. Amen. Have the best lady or Mr. McMillan been found yet? Nothing we know of. Mm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Deacon Wade, go ahead and pray uh, prayers out and dismiss us. You tell God, our Father, we come, Lord, being so thankful for this day. Thanking you, Lord, that you were with us as we went through it. Knowing that we run into all kind of obstacles, oh, Lord. We got the pandemic and we got the racial problems. And and Lord, we got uh, fellow members lost, so Lord. So we ask the Lord that you would just do what you do, oh Lord. Give us strength to endure and, and understanding. And that you continue to bless and keep us in all that we do, oh Lord. Yes. Uh, yes. We ask the Lord just uh, guide us, oh Lord. Give us a sense of understanding, knowing, Lord, that it's in your hands. Yeah. And, and and we got to have the faith to believe that you got the outcome figured out and and and, and it's going to be all right. Yeah. Yeah, we so know for your head. So we come tonight, oh Lord, just being thankful and grateful. And I ask the Lord, you continue to bless and keep us, guide us, show us the way. These and so many blessings we ask in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. 
If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.